This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, the Saturday edition of the program. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That again, uh, 800-259-9231. And we're brought to you by our friends over at SACL CAI. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. In fact, we're going to pull uh, our story for tonight if we get a chance to get to it. Of course, your calls are primary, and we actually already have one on the line. We're going to pull uh, one of our stories tonight about Boston police arresting people for using their cell phones for... For video purposes. Uh, we'll get to that here, hopefully, if we get a chance. But your calls are the primary element. You dial in 800-259-9231. And of course, it's from our brand new website, freetalklive.com. It's been redesigned to be far more interactive for our listeners. It's a community-based site now, so essentially you get to control the content that you see on the website. Head over to freetalklive.com and see what that's all about. Let's go uh, to the phone calls here, the fun. Let's go unscreen to the amp lines to start things out tonight. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Manchester. Oh, hey, Joe. Uh, I'm glad you called in tonight because there was something that went down today for our listeners that have been with us for a little while. Uh, they know that we are participants in the Free State Project that Mark and myself made the move from Florida here to New Hampshire over three years ago in order to get uh, to get active for freedom. And that means a lot of different things. It means, uh, you know, it means getting involved in politics. It means doing civil disobedience. And that's what was going on today uh, in Manchester, New Hampshire, was civil disobedience. It was a, as, as I understand it, and I was I was only able to hear the, uh, the the voicemails that were left on the. There's this neat little system we have up here that the activists can call in, and uh, it's called Port 411. They can leave messages, and you you left one of them, as a matter of fact, Joe. Uh, they leave messages, yeah. and then they're redistributed out to hundreds of recipients to let people know what's going on. And a message was left earlier today saying that it was such a nice day. It's in the it was in the 40s today in New Hampshire, and for the winter time, that's <laughs> a nice day. That's a nice day. I mean, here, man. So, so there was a message left that there was going to be an impromptu 420 celebration, and oh uh, at 420 in the uh, the park there in Manchester, one of the central parks. And I guess the police were listening because uh, apparently they sent out a bunch of cops. Were you there? Oh yep, yep. Uh, I was actually the one who uh, who you know made the message, put uh, put something up on Facebook, and uh, we got about like five or six people, and uh, there's only like three of us who are uh, partaking. And, you know, we were just passing around, and all of a sudden, um, two plainclothes officers just you know, sort of roll up. They're like, you know, do you guys realize we're the police? And we're like, well, I guess we do right now. And uh, <laughs> at which point they had us all uh, pretty much just, you know, sit down, and then they went through and searched us one by one. Um, uh, I mean, without consent, you know, they pretty much... Yeah, I was going to uh, say, were you under arrest at the point they were searching you? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, they they said that we were being detained and that we, we were being uh, we were in the process of an investigation, and so you know we had to identify our, ourselves for uh, you know their investigation purposes. Um, no one there identified themselves. Uh, there's a one of the uh, the activists who ended up getting arrested. Um, basically, was searched. You know, he claimed he, he was not consent did not consent to a search. They searched him anyway. Um, they found something on him. They put him in cuffs and uh, you know put him to the side. They uh, you know, they, they they searched me. You know, they found I don't carry any government ID on me, and so I had like a a student ID on me. So they found that they had my name. Joe, is there a quick question? My... I mean, whenever the activists up here gather together, there's usually a good chance somebody has a video camera or a cell phone with a video uh, option on it. Was there any such thing present to record these illegal searches? Uh, 
I believe uh, Big Mike, who uh, ended up getting arrested later, had uh, the first part of the encounter on a phone. Um, he was uh, audio and video recording when they first when they had us all sitting down on the benches and were searching us one by one. He had a camera out. And he was really getting in their faces. You know, he was you know he was you know the one asking questions. You know, and so they uh, they were not very happy with him. And uh, well, basically, what happened after he was um, well after the one activist got arrested after he got searched. Wait, wait, know, wait we a second. All, wait a second. Um, what what does get in getting in their faces mean? Well, I, he had a camera. He, he had his phone out, and they were asking questions, and he was batting questions back at them. You know, he was refusing to ask, answer any of their questions. So, so when you just, say getting in their faces, you don't mean he was getting up no, like within no, their personal no. space? No, absolutely not. No, okay. he wasn't like being. He was, you know, he, he was just. He was being assertive, and they don't like when you are. No, being they don't. They like up. it when, when you, you bow down, yes. when you obey, when you don't question. That's what they like, and it doesn't yep. sound like they got a whole lot of that uh, from you guys. Oh no, absolutely not, really. And uh, so Mike asserted himself and was pretty much saying that you know, no, I don't have to answer questions. No, I don't have to identify myself. No, I don't have to do this. And you know, we pretty much went all the way down the line and said the same thing. No, I don't have to identify myself. You know, no, you know, you can, you know, you're going to search me, but it's an illegal search. I do not consent. And uh, so they they searched the one activist, Brian, and he ended up getting arrested and put to the side. And then you know, after they went through and you know found that you know we weren't going to cooperate. They uh, they let they let us go, and I was uh, video recording this, and they you know they told Mike to go, and Mike walked through like this group of five or six police officers, and gently like brushed up against one of the plainclothes cops, at which point he claimed that he assaulted a police officer, oh, and you know three cops you know grabbed his arms you know put him arrested him, and Mike immediately dropped to his knees and you know didn't move you know just so he went limp went then. Limp. Yeah, he went limp, and uh, so, you know, they were like, you know, get up, get up. And he was like, I'm not moving. I'm just going to stay here. This is, you know, a lot of this is on film, and hopefully when I get out of the police station here, I'll be able to uh, upload it. But they ended up just dragging him across the sidewalk and putting him headfirst into a uh, paddy wagon and dragging him out. And so there's about like 11 or 12 of us at the police station right now waiting for the – the bail bondsmen to you know get in so we can find out what's going on with these guys at the moment. So, so you say there's video of uh, Mike doing this brushing up against the police yep. officer thing. Yep, yep, I have it on my phone right now. When's so, that going to yeah, be uploaded? Because I'd like to see that. It's nothing. Literally, it's like basically they told him that he was free to go, and so like you know, and there's like three or four of them. So Mike's like trying to weave in between these guys and the one plainclothes officer who was you know had the attitude on him the whole time. You know, it literally looked like he jutted his arm out to grab Mike's arm, and that was you know the contact that was made. <laughs> it was really absurd. It's nothing. How, so how so, are people going to find uh, your video once uh, once it hits the internet? Um, I guess right now I'm going to, uh, I mean, I'll upload it. I've uploaded something before on my YouTube channel, which I believe is Renix88 on YouTube. Um, but I will probably email it off to probably you guys. So yeah, you guys email that to me. Uh, email it to me, and I'll probably put it up over at freekeen.com later on yep. so people can easily just go to freekeen.com. They'll be able to see uh, the footage. Uh, even though it, it doesn't, didn't happen in Keene, it certainly was Keene-inspired in that uh, a lot of the civil disobedience that's been happening up here has been happening in Keene. And uh, it, you guys have kind of – it's finally branched out to Manchester. I think this is – this is this the first civil disobedience arrest in Manchester? I, I, I think it might be, actually. I mean, these, I mean, we, we've been – 
doing the 420s, you know, since you guys started, or maybe just slightly after when you guys started over the fall. Yeah, but they'd left and, you guys uh, alone. I mean, they oh, pretty yeah, they much done anything. Yeah, I mean, literally within like five seconds of the plainclothes cops coming, there was like you know ten officers in like four cars. It was pretty ridiculous, and there was only like six or seven of us sitting there. Right now, what I think is interesting here is that you say there's only about six or so people that were out at the park for the 420 event, which you know involved uh, cannabis smoking in public. In case we, I think we kind of brushed over that. In case nobody knows, uh, that's what 420 uh, stands for. So, uh, but but now you're saying there's a dozen people at the police station. So you actually have more people showing up now that somebody's been arrested. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, a lot more. And people who were running late to the protest just decided that they would walk over to the police station instead. So, you know, there's there's quite a few people. And, you know, just in, in fact, you know, Brad Jardis was came down and... Uh, That's Brad Jardis. Know, He's the, uh, he is one of the few law enforcement against prohibition members. He's an active, on-duty law enforcement officer who speaks out regularly against prohibition, against this insane war on drugs. So he actually came down there, and uh, he was telling me earlier i was chatting with him over my uh, my blackberry he was telling me that uh, he's been getting dirty looks from the police there at the, at the manchester police station uh, you know i wouldn't doubt it there's been a lot of them coming and going and they don't really seem to be answering our questions you know it's pretty much every answer that we get is oh i'm waiting for some bureaucrat to you know talk to his supervisor so i can tell you what to do you know it's you know so but you know we're here we're going to wait you know until we at least find out something you know cause thank you uh, th- jail. hey joe i want to thank you for uh, for calling in with the story tonight i appreciate it because I was I wanted to say something but I I wasn't there so I wouldn't have been able to really tell the story and it's 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 another great example of how the the people here in New Hampshire that care about freedom are backing each other up in a way that's just not happening anywhere else I mean I wish it was but it's not so if you want that kind of uh, level of activism that's why you need to come here and uh, and join in here at the Free State Project thanks Joe and uh, we'll let you, uh, we'll keep our listeners in the loop here as to what's uh, what's uh, transpiring more coming up you can bring up anything this is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Features including archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're yours free right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project, your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime. You have to get together with other people who care and not only care, are willing to actually do something about it. That's what's happening here. That's what uh, we actually spent the first segment of the show talking about is uh, the police apparently cracked down on a 420 celebration today that was going on up here in, uh, in, Man- in the Manchester area of New Hampshire. Freestateproject.org is where you want to go to learn more about it. It's it's quickly approaching 10,000 participants, 10,000 people who've signed on to say I've had it with where I am. I'm moving 
to New Hampshire to get together with hundreds and soon thousands of other like-minded, liberty-oriented individuals who are willing to get out there and get active. And getting active doesn't mean you have to go out and do what the the guys did today and and get arrested. It can mean just going and doing politics, which has been amazingly successful up here. Well, most people aren't getting active in in that, um, you know, in the way that these guys are. And, um, you know, I I wonder what it takes in order to to, to see freedom in certain areas. I think that uh, there's there's room for civil disobedience. I think there's room for politics. Um, I think it's going to take both. That, that that seems to be the, the the way. I mean, to me, I'm more comfortable with the idea of the uh, uh, you know the political action. Um, it, sure, because it it's like lower it's, risk. It seems like lower risk. Yeah. So head over to freestateproject.org, learn more about it, how you can come up here and uh, and get together. So, like I said, we're almost to ten thousand. So if you want to be in, in the first ten thousand, it's soon we're going to go over that hill. And it'll be on the, the downward slope, which will be Coasting. nice. Yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, plus, Mark, you've got a little program you're starting up with uh, Jason Osborne from SACL CAI. You guys are going to work on getting to 20,000 participants, and that'll, of course, trigger the move to New Hampshire. But the thing is, the uh, the idea of the Free State Project is so exciting, people just decided to move sooner rather than later, and I think that's the best thing that could have happened because it helps us really kind of get the ball rolling and get some uh, get some things accomplished that otherwise would not be happening. I mean, there's so so much to talk about that's going on up here. We could fill a whole three-hour show with all the stuff that went on, you know, in the last month or so on this uh, on this program. I may be exaggerating slightly, but there's more happening in one week's time, I think, here in uh, New Hampshire than there ever was happening in a year's time down in uh, Sarasota, Florida, which is where I was born and raised. So uh, it's it's wonderful. In fact, one of the guys that was arrested today in Manchester is also from uh, from Sarasota. So we've got people coming from all across the country and even from around the world up here. Let's continue with your phone calls. Uh, people, a couple folks were arrested today for uh, for ca- uh, cannabis. One for cannabis, one for assault on a police officer, which basically means brushing up against a cop. Uh, apparently, it was completely accidental. Let's go to Kurt in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live, Kurt. Hey guys, uh, just wanted to, uh, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. I was charged with simple assault, and basically what that was is that's literally touching a police officer. That's how they get people, uh, even if you try and shake their hand uh, up here. It is, you know, uh, I, I, it, I'll tell you, it, it's awful. I want to put out the word that the Manchester Police Department, uh, if you just, uh, you're online, go to your search bar and tr- search up Manchester, New Hampshire Police Department, uh, you'll get to their ManchesterNH.gov website where you can find out where they are. You can email them uh, an update. If you would like to call people, I'd love to have this. I mean, what they do, this is oppression. Uh, this is absolutely aggression against the free people. It's uh, Their telephone number is 603-668-8711. Uh, we happen to be up in Chesterfield today getting wood. Mark was up there today, too. Uh, and, uh, you know, we couldn't do a whole lot. But well, we can, that's that's we one of the call. things that happens up here is that you don't have to be in the same area to help out when somebody is arrested. And I'm and it was actually you, Kurt, that uh, that called this afternoon to the Pork 411 service and suggested that people call the Manchester Police Department. So Absolutely. I did. I used that phone number. I called them up and I said that I don't appreciate them. Uh, I, first of all, I asked them why they kidnapped uh, two peaceful people in the park today. And she said, well, it's not kidnapping. It's an arrest. They committed 
committed a crime. And as you pointed yeah. out, uh, I pointed out to her that it's only a crime if there's a victim. She says, well, I you're entitled. The same she thing says, to them, Ian. She, I kept saying the same thing. And this Becky kept telling me that they committed a crime as right. some other officer. So she says, uh, you're, get, get this, Kurt. She says, you're entitled to your opinion. And I said, well, that's nice. I guess I'm not entitled to uh, to keep my money, am I? And uh, she, you know, she didn't really have much to say to that. I said, I'd appreciate if your gang uh, would stop or, uh, would stop kidnapping uh, peaceful oh, yeah. people. It's a gang, all right. They have such an us and them mentality. It's it's sickening. I mean, they don't even want to answer your questions. They really don't. No. Nope. Look, as far as I'm concerned, why should they? When they when they're going to get your money anyway. Oh, absolutely. I call and ask if they've released them. I ask them when they're going to release them. Currently, they've got the bail commissioner coming up. Let me tell you something. If they call the bail bondsman, I don't know what it is, but it's $40 they charge you just to see a bail commissioner who happens to be part of their team. Yeah, it's probably a, big a retired scam. cop or something. You know, just to see a, a, a bail commissioner. And those Federal Reserve notes are not returnable. You yep. cannot get them back. It's $40, not returnable, even if you're found in some, you know, found Sure, the whole thing's a scam. The whole thing is about uh, extracting money and extracting obedience from people. And, uh, and Kurt, anything else you want to share tonight? Yeah, this is war. Uh, really, I mean, you know, they they start drawing their guns when it comes time to to enforce these rules, these insane rules. Uh, this is, as far as I'm concerned, I'm fired up. Uh, you know, when something happens to somebody up here, to me, it's like my family. It's like it's happening to me. I've been well, I, you know, Kurt, I, I I see where you're coming from, and I feel I I can definitely feel what you're feeling because I was very frustrated yeah. when I was on the phone with these bureaucrats earlier tonight. Yep. Uh, I don't know if war is really the right term. It kind of suggests no. it connotates violence. Uh, I think yep. that our side is going to continue to be peaceful, and they will be the ones that are committing the war. They're the ones that are aggressing. They're the ones that are hurting peaceful people. They're the ones that are committing violence and they're doing it all yep. with our money. It's just an absolutely outrageous situation, and it and it needs to change. Well, I agree with Mark. You know, we have to do this in many different ways. And when I say war, I mean by being smart. Look, I want them to stop aggressing against us. As far as I'm concerned, I moved up here because I want this world that the world is going to hell in a handbasket, and I'm tired of seeing it happen. If we're going to have a chance in freedom, we're going to have a chance in liberty, I came up here, and, and you know, well, I've made some sacrifices myself, and I know there are a lot of sacrifices that people make, but, you know, especially the early movers, there have been a lot of people who have made more sacrifices than me, and, and, and in different ways. I like I, you know, I, I like using the perfect. term investment. It's I, You know, I understand yeah. that you can look at it as a sacrifice as though you've given something up, but you're, you're kind of investing, even though you are certainly giving up freedom. I mean, you yourself spent weeks in jail this year uh, because they, well, because they're a violent gang. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but I, you know, I, I, I look at those things as investments in the future of freedom because every time somebody gets arrested, every time somebody goes to jail, people perk up around the country and around the world and they look here, they look to New Hampshire and they say, wow, what's going on? Wow, people were arrested this afternoon in Manchester. They didn't give the cops their names. They didn't cooperate with them. That's amazing. I want to be around that. And they move up their plans or they hear about us for the first time and to me that's an investment in the future of freedom and i appreciate everything you've done 8711 <laughs> that's the manchester police department's number thank you I kurt think, for the uh, call tonight dude yeah. i appreciate hearing yeah, from you, you and that's a great idea it's that's one thing that anybody anywhere can participate in you don't have to live in new hampshire to pick up the phone 
call the Manchester Police Department and say, hey, uh, you know, what did you do this afternoon? Why did you arrest those men? How are you treating them? I want to make sure they're okay. Please release them. Or where's whatever. the victim? Yeah, where's the victim? Or whatever it is that you want to say to them, let them know how you feel about what's being done. This is, again, one of the many ways that uh, the activists are able to get active, even if they aren't in the immediate vicinity of what's going down. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Guys, do you have trouble getting women or ever wonder why she chooses to jerk instead of you? Do you want to know what she really wants in a man? Welcome to SchoolofDating.com, the site that will teach you how to build confidence and pick up women without losing your self-respect. SchoolofDating.com offers live dating shows, free chat line, coaching, and much more. Whether you're single, dating, married, or just need motivation when it comes to women, we'll show you how to get there. SchoolofDating.com, we're more than just a dating site, we're a lifestyle. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You're welcome to bring up anything that might happen to be on your mind. Toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features for free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include our wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com. Get interactive. wiki.freetalklive.com. And have you ever been to a custom frame store and see what they get to frame a picture there? It's ridiculous. They get more than 100 bucks to frame a picture. What if I told you you could get a custom-made picture frame made by Liberty Lovers here in New Hampshire and delivered to your door for as little as $10? I'd say I don't believe you. And Don't believe me? Head on over to LibertyPictureFrames.com and you can see for yourself. That's LibertyPictureFrames.com. They have 20 styles, 12 colors, inlaid frames. 5% of the gross sale goes to support Liberty activism here in New Hampshire. It's LibertyPictureFrames.com. I actually do believe you. I've met the owner. He's a hell of a nice guy. Maybe one of them just called in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we continue here. We'll take your phone calls about anything. But coming up, there's a story uh, about uh, and it's a, it's really a study in stark contrast. I mean, we just told you about we had somebody call in and talk about how some of the liberty activists up here in New Hampshire were arrested today and that there were video cameras that were recording that uh, that that occasion, that event. Well, down in Massachusetts, which is just a few miles, you know, a few miles away from where we're doing this show, the police behave a whole lot differently when it comes to cameras. And it, it's like this all around the country in many cases where if you're using a video camera, there's a chance the police may target you uh, to uh, to arrest you. You know, I forgot to mention something about Liberty Picture Frames. Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 my mistake. Uh, for the for, for this 24-hour period, because it's, uh, you know, their, their debut – uh, they're open. It's you know they'll be around the clock ordering, so you can order any time in the so next twenty-four hours. You can call at three a.m. and uh, place an order. I don't know why you'd want to, but yes, so that is that that's a possibility. LibertyPictureFrames.com. All right, very Sorry. cool. So we'll get to the Boston story if we get a chance, but let's go to Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee, on the amp line. Hello, Gene. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi guys. Hey there. I wanted to talk to you about the earthquake. Okay, sure. It's been in the news a lot lately, and uh, I wanted to. Uh, encourage people to do what I do when I hear of something like this. There's only basically one organization that I trust with my money that I donate to on a regular basis, and that's the Salvation Army. I think they're, uh, from what I've seen, the best one out there as far as getting the dollars to uh, to actual relief of people. They have a very low overhead and a very low loss of money as far as uh, uh, spending it on useless things they're very mm-hmm. tight with their money they know they, they definitely put it out there to the uh, to the people that need it and uh, 
they're usually the first ones on scene at, at most places. I don't know about Haiti, but uh, uh, in the U.S., whenever there's any kind of disaster, usually Salvation Army is first ones there uh, as far as private groups going. And uh, I trust them with my money. I don't really trust too many others. Normally when you hear about disaster, you hear about the Red Cross, and they I've always just heard they're very bureaucratic and uh, and just not that great. Red Cross is probably one of the worst you could give your money to. Why is that? They just waste too much money. Mm. Very little of it actually goes to relief effort. They've got such a huge overhead. Well, I, and they're very tied in with the state, from what I understand. As I'm well. I'm fond of the Salvation yeah. Army. Um, you know, I, I I you know, it's 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 they they've helped me in the past. Um, I was in prison for eight something years, and they always had a little care package. And so, uh, every year, I make sure that I give money to the Salvation Army to help uh, people. You know, they're d- doing worse than me. Um, so I I like them. At Red Cross. I I've got certifications through them before. <laughs> well, if people have a mind to donate uh, for the relief effort, they can go to, I think it's salarmy.com, or you can just type Salvation Army in a search engine, you can find it. You can mm-hmm. donate online and, and designate uh, earthquake relief, or if you have another disaster. When they had the earthquake in China a couple years back, we also donated to that one, and just, you go online, you click on the donate button, you tell them where you want the money to go, and, and you can be pretty confident that that's exactly where it's going to go. Was there anything else and, you wanted to share tonight, Gene? Well, your story about the the gang in blue is interesting, and of course I've been um, on that bandwagon for a long time, calling them a gang because that's all they are—a bunch of thugs. Yeah, and, she didn't like that very much when uh, the uh, the phone operator of the police department didn't really care for me using the term "kidnap" and "gang" uh, with her association. But that's what happened today. Well, I, I come I grew up in the '60s, and there's something that's stuck with me ever since then, and that's question authority. And these people don't have authority. When you really boil it down, when you get down to the brass tacks and try and determine where does this authority come from, you find that they do not possess legitimate authority. What they do possess is force and the willingness to use it and the willingness to hurt people. Well, they also have, not only do they have force and the willingness to use it, they've got the cars, the cages, and all the tools that go along with that force, but they also have the aura of legitimacy. So when people see the police doing uh, violence to peaceful people, they just write it off and they say, well, those must be criminals if the police are arresting them, the police are good guys. I'd like to step in here for a second if I could. Um, The police do have a legitimate authority if um, the if the public, you know, in in large abdicates their sort of uh, you know th- their responsibility to take care of violent criminals in the in the uh, the community to the police officer and the police officers do that. It's when they lose legitimacy that they go after people that um, you know that haven't committed a real crime. By real crime, I mean a crime that that's, has a victim. That's, that's when they lose socialist of you. What's to that? Say that when the public at large does anything that. Some, somehow that creates an authority. That does not create authority. What it does is it it makes it look like there's an authority. Well, but the, the if, authority Gene, was not created by the lack of uh, the public at large to, of doing anything. Gene, if somebody commits a violent act, don't I have the right to take that person into custody and uh, keep you them from the doing right it again? You have the right to take them into custody and lock them in your basement, as far as I'm concerned. Then, then as but, far as I'm concerned, the cops have that same right, that same authority. Don't. No, they don't. Because they don't have the right to forcefully take me and lock me up for something I did to you. You have that right. But I can give the right to those police officers. You can hire an agent to do that for you. I I have. I I have to pay them, so I have hired an agent. Absolutely. If you were to go out there and hire 
uh, Sergeant Joe Blow to go over and arrest me because I, I assaulted you, that would be legitimate. But it's not legitimate for you to tell everybody in the county they have to pay Sergeant Blow, Joe Blow's salary so that someday, if something happens to you, Sergeant Joe Blow can go arrest me. The funding no, mechanism that's not the, legitimate. The funding mechanism for uh, police organizations is messed up. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, absolutely well, that's, right. That's their authority. Their authority comes from the funding, and the funding is illegitimate. Their authority doesn't come from the funding. Their authority comes from what's right, and a, a, a person cannot. can step in as an agent as a, of another in a situation where someone has been harmed, and that's right. But and most that's of the okay. time, they're not doing what's right. Most of the time, they're hurting people. I don't know what the percentages of times, and go, I wouldn't go make Go look that. at the jail. The, the guy that runs the jail here uh, in uh, Cheshire County, New Hampshire, says that 50% of the people should not be there. That wouldn't be most I, of the time. Would that would it? be actually most of the time because not everybody goes to jail, Mark. A lot of people are arrested and ticketed for various different things. So if there, if fifty percent of the people in the jail shouldn't be there, that means there are a whole lot more people that are pulled over for no, silly nonsense things like speeding or, or you know, busted for cannabis but didn't go to jail over it or just you know are paying fines and things like that. And the police are involved in that. So now, yes, they I, are spending most to, of their time going after peaceful people. I need to restate what I said there because I went and did the same thing that I'm accusing you guys of. I said their authority comes from their money. No, that's not the case. The ability to exercise force comes from the money because I've said in the past and I'll say it again they don't have any legitimate authority so therefore their authority cannot come from the money so you're right there Mark but their ability to exercise force on others comes from their funding source and that is what's the, the point that I was trying to make, um, Gene, and I, I get where you're coming from, and, and I agree that the funding mechanism is messed up. However, um, I, I think they have legitimate authority when someone calls and says, hey, my house has been broken into, or <clears throat> in some way I've been harmed or whatever, then the police officers have been agented they've been you know they've they've taken the mantle of agent to uh you know to 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 act on behalf of that person and therefore they do have legitimate authority fine if you pay them for it fine but i'm not going to pay them to i don't want to pay them to pay to exercise uh an act on your behalf. Thank Sorry, you, Gene, for the so call. Good. Appreciate the thoughts tonight at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I think the most overlooked thing in that conversation is the fact that, they, that uh, they've managed to fool people into thinking they have authority. They're just men in uniforms with badges and guns. More coming up. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live, the Saturday edition. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition of the program. You're welcome to bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website. If you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you are invited to shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You can go to amazon.freetalklive.com and you'll find dozens of categories in which you can shop it's Amazon, the world's largest internet superstore, super retailer. I mean, they have virtually anything that you might be looking for at great prices. You can even buy used if you want to. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. But I'm pretty sure you can't get gold and silver through Amazon. Reasonably certain, too. At Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. 
investment or barter currency in case things go really badly. Um, well, now we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates. And by special rates, I mean it, you're going to have a difficult time matching these rates anywhere on any of the gold and silver advertisers that are on the radio. Um, you can go to gold.freetalklive.com and uh, check it out. We've got U.S. Eagles over there, British Sovereigns, 20 Franks, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and uh, several others. It's gold.freetalklive.com. So I want to continue just this discussion here uh, briefly about the idea that police have authority. And when I was listening to your conversation with Gene, the Christian anarchist, a few moments ago, I kind of found found myself in between the two of you uh, in that I agree with what you were saying, Mark, that if you have something that has happened to you as far as you've been victimized, something has happened, uh, you've been harmed in some way, either physically or your property's been damaged, something like that, you know, kids been stolen from it, whatever, Uh, something has happened that has damaged you, and then you bring the police to Department, or you bring the police in to investigate that crime, then they've got legitimate authority to do that because they're acting on your behalf, supposedly, in that you've uh, essentially brought them in as an agent. So I agree with that. Gene's response was, well, you know, it's not being funded appropriately. Uh, you're not paying them directly. You're forcing everybody else to pay for it. And that's a true statement, too. So I'm kind of in the middle. And I feel like, well, if you wanted to, you couldn't go somewhere else. That's one of the biggest problems, right? Is that yeah, sure you can. If you have something stolen from you, um, it would be a child uh, or uh, you know property or you know somebody's injured or something like that. You can hire a private investigator. But he can't go and arrest that person. He can't go and and do. He it. can hold that person until the police come and um, you know do what their job is as far as arresting. And I think you're probably going to have a lot better luck with that with um, a hiring a PI. With a, yeah, likely. I mean, you know, the police have the police. I don't think the PIs can arrest people. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I'm not talking about arresting Ian. I, he's not obviously not going to hold them in jail. Yeah. Clearly, the um, you know, there's a mechanism out there, uh, you know, in society for dealing with people that do stuff wrong. I think that that mechanism could be improved greatly. However, it's the one we've got, and currently, police have arrest power. Now, I don't think that uh, it should rest solely with them. I think that if somebody does harm to you that, uh, you know, that, that it should be, you know, sufficient harm. It should be within your power to arrest yourself. But right, because if you, you know, form another how are group, you going to do, a pen, you know, put someone into a penitentiary or something like that? I think that's yeah, a bad form of punishment. I think that there are better forms of punishment. I think that we can come up with uh, systems that that would work better. But currently today, that's what we've got. And the, the the statement was the police don't have authority, and I think they do have authority in that area. Right, but people believe that their authority is much wider than that. People sure. The, well, the concept mission, of authority. Mission creep is all. The government is all about mission creep. You give them authority in one particular area, legitimately, and they'll creep all over the place, and and they'll they'll expand the purview, and and that's what they do. Right, the, and the and the police have, uh, have and all government agencies have brilliantly established themselves. As this authority figure, when in point of fact, most people haven't explicitly given them authority. It's just they were born into this system. When you grow up, you're taught that uh, officer friendly is uh, your buddy, and that you know that uh, they're here to help you. And this there's this whole you know bill of sale, this bill of goods that you've been sold about the the police and the government in general. And much of it is just based on lies. I mean, it's just based on misinformation. And it's uh, they've managed. And of course, they're running the schools as uh, the folks over at the School Sucks podcast, which we might tell you about later. Uh, will we'll point out to you. So they're indoctrinating the American people 
almost from day one, certainly from, you know, age five on up till age 18, plus maybe longer in college, indoctrinating the American people to believe this fairy tale that these people are somehow higher up than uh, than we are. In fact, the police themselves, but many of them believe it. Not all of them, but uh, but many of them believe that uh, there was. Remember, we had Carlos Galindo on from uh, from the Phoenix, Arizona area. He was at a uh, a flea market and he was trying to video record some police that were uh, ransacking somebody's flea market table. And the go- cop comes up to him and and says, uh, "You're down there and I'm up here." I mean, these cops absolutely believe when when our buddy Sam from the Obscure Tooth Network was in the airport recently, the TSA cops told him that once they're pa- once he passes through the the security checkpoint, he's theirs. I mean, they believe they own us. Many of them do. Well, it's- and so that's this this attitude. And of course, when people act like they uh, are the, that they are authorities, it it feeds into their belief system. And so we have this perpetuating cycle of where people believe that these these other human beings somehow have some sort of righteous authority and control over other people. And it's not righteous, except in the instance that you bring up, Mark, where you actually do bring them in for a specific purpose of going after somebody who has harmed you. In every other instance, it's them enforcing their way and their belief system upon you, upon innocent people, nonviolent, peaceful people, by the threat of force. That's what they do day in, day out, and well, it's wrong. I think that it's important to point it out every time that one talks about law enforcement is um, that they have a legitimate role, and if you don't do it, the first thing that people think of immediately is, well, what about murderers and rapists? If we didn't have cops, what about them? Because if they're illegitimate, they should go away, and if they should go away, I mean, what are the steps to uh, you know, a, 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 it scares the bejesus out of people, uh, quite quite frankly. Yeah. And, well, some of the steps that we can take. I think right, there are lots of steps, but I, what I think that the the first and best step is to get cops out of the business of going after people who haven't harmed or uh, stolen from or Absolutely. whatever, uh, you know, from some other individual, a victim. That would be a huge step. Ending the war on drugs is part of that. That right there. If you could just end the war on drugs, uh, the streets would become safer virtually overnight. Uh, you can. And stopping the cops from aggressing against peaceful people would go a long way, making it so uh, the court system is is loser pays. That would uh, would make it so that people wouldn't be suing each other uh, that as often for silly nonsense. And uh, if you aren't enforcing victimless crime laws, then the court systems can deal with real criminals like murderers and rapists and arsonists and things like that. Right, because so. currently the court system's so jammed up with victimless crimes that they aren't able to take all the all the violent crimes. They do not take all the violent crimes. They choose not to take all the violent crimes, or most or many of them, um, not even most of them, not even close to they most of them, um, to, uh, to trial. And that's where we all, every one of us gets victimized, because uh, plea bargains are bad for everyone except the state and the people that work there didn't choose not to work because the victim if if in fact somebody ha- uh, pleads out that's guilty if the um, the victim gets harmed by the plea bargain because the the guilty party doesn't do an entire uh, you know doesn't do the sentence that they should um, you know if the, the the guilty party generally gets scared into taking um, you know charge uh, the charge so they don't yep. get a fair trial there's all kinds of reasons so why unfair. plea bargains stink let's go to and your should phone be outlawed. Calls about whatever's on your mind let's talk to H.C. Ladies first, listening in uh, Florida to WFLA. Hey, H.C. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind? I wanted to say that your um, friend, Gene, that called in about the Salvation Army is absolutely right. Many, many years ago when my husband was in the Coast Guard traveling everywhere, he said that 
the people that were there for them wherever they were were Salvation Army. And until the day he died in 1991, he contributed to them, and we try to do the same. Now, the Salvation Army right now is in Haiti. They've been there since 1950. I heard this over Fox today, haven't heard it from anybody else, and they are doing a masterful job mm. of getting help to the people that need it. So I'm so glad that you reported the um, place where, you know, friends can send their cash to help them or whatever is needed. So thank you for this program. I keep my car radio on 24 hours a day wow. on WFLA, and I just love You're in the car a lot. <laughs> hey, thank you, HC. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Of course, she's uh, mentioning the Salvation Army website, which we can probably get for you here. It is SalvationArmyUSA.com. Dot org if you want to get some money down to the folks in uh, in Haiti. Yeah, and that's I, an army I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> I you know I I always wonder about the ranks and everything. Being a Quaker, I'm against uh, sort of uh, the the military thing anyway, and the ranks bother me. And one one man being uh, you know exalted above another by the ranking system. But you know they do some really good stuff, and uh, I gotta agree, FLA is a great station. That's true. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one WFLA station I grew up with. So, yep, but same uh, here. So you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Hour number two is coming up. If you're on the lines, we will get to your phone calls about whatever you want. And uh, you can take control of the airwaves. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. Hour two, coming up. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the show. We're here live taking your calls about whatever's on your mind. Just dial on in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. And that's freetalklive.com. Right to your phone calls we go. I believe Stu is with us, listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, Stu. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call, and thank you for this wonderful radio show. Thanks, Stu. What's on your mind tonight? Yeah, let me tell you, I wish we had you guys every weeknight. Tonight, I want to tell uh, you... Uh, I, but before you go on, if you if you really do wish that to be the case, <laughs> uh, you could contact uh, your local program director there. His name's Matt. Hell of a nice guy. Uh, and let him know that you appreciate Free Talk Live being on Saturdays and ask him for weeknights. True, because we get reruns of Levin, and he's okay, but I'm sorry, you guys are better. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I feel sorry for you, but hey, you know, that's, conserv- that's conservative radio, right? I mean, uh, it, it, Free Talk Live is a little unusual in the, the world of talk radio, and so that's why it's a little trickier to uh, to get on all six nights a week right out the door. So one of the reasons we have the Saturday show, besides the fact that we love doing radio, is that it helps us get our foot in the door so we can find people like you who appreciate this program and can share that information. That applies to everybody listening on the radio. If you're only getting the Saturday show, just call and say nice things to the program director about how much you like the show and how much you want to hear more of it. Will do. And by the way, uh, two of my favorite people in the world are from New Hampshire, or at least were based there. The great Maxfield Parrish, the wonderful painter, and a wonderful uh, police captain named Masad Ayub. Who oh, yes, I'm familiar with him. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he does the firearms training. Absolutely. Well, I want to tell you, uh, tonight I am a, I just want to tell you, I'm a second time cancer survivor. Wow. I'm 52 years old. I've, I've dealt with seminoma, which uh, tends to attack the glands of the body, and I'm still alive. I'm hanging in there. I'm in remission three and a half years now. Thank you, Congrats. Lord. Congrats. Yeah, and I want to tell you, with this new health care bill, they're going to have these new bureaucracies that are going to take a look at me, and they're going to see that I'm in a certain income bracket, which is lower than most people, because I'm, I'm currently on disability, and um, and they're going to say, well, maybe we'll give him $80,000 worth of chemo, or maybe not. And uh, that's what this new health care plan is proposing. I've read it. I've heard about it. I've got a lot of information from different sources, and I'm scared guys what can i do well i don't blame you for uh, for feeling that way because there's evidence to to back up not only i mean you're saying you saw it in the plan but there's evidence from other countries that have socialized medicine where essentially people that are up in the years uh, or as you're pointing out don't have a whole lot of money to you know be extracted from to put into the system are just not treated as well i mean they uh, they for instance there are stories out of canada where people up in the you know their elderly years are just they're just not given treatment or they're put on really long waiting lists or they're just they're kind of sh- you know shoved to the side because well if somebody who's 80 and not really in the workforce anymore perishes what does that mean to the tax base there not much it means yeah. le- you know fewer uh, you know a lower amount of demand on the, their service and believe so, it or not, uh, can I just tell you, several yeah. uh, several insurance companies that specialize in medical coverage are now putting together plans that involve uh, excellent treatment, but also a plane ticket to India and Buenos Aires and other parts of South America. What is that all about? Well, um, what it is is that uh, those those areas have um, you know a, a freer market in medical care, and you can get medical care there more cheaply, so cheaply that it's it's easier to fly somebody someplace than it is to uh, even do it here in the United States. Some insurance plans are currently doing that. You remember they we had a story uh, that's similar to that out of the UK where everything is socialized there. They've got socialized dentist dentist care, and the people uh, dentists from Hungary would send people up to the UK to set up tents or whatever and advertise that they could have a little you know little vacation to Hungary get their teeth worked on and be back in time for uh, Monday morning or something like that and it's a fairly effective sale that they're making over there well I don't know what you know about the UK but there doesn't appear to be a lot of dentistry going on over there (laughs) well England isn't known for its teeth well, maybe that's because they have socialized uh, dental care. Maybe. I don't know. That, I imagine that would be a, a factor there. Now, of course, the people who are supporting the government involvement in health care will point out, well, this isn't socialism. It's just uh, mandatory health insurance. <laughs> 
And that's all right. It may not be full-on, full-blown socialism, because right now it's a mostly socialized system in right. that uh, over 50% of the dollars spent in health care are spent by governments. So it is mostly mostly socialized at this right. moment. And I'm, I'm scared um, on this because I don't see where in the U.S. Constitution uh, the federal government has the, the power to set up a federal – uh, you know, in mandatory insurance program well, they don't for follow people. the Constitution. Right, so but that's matter. the problem, is I don't see anywhere in the Constitution that they had the right to set up Medicare, Medicaid, yeah. uh, Social Security, or any of the other myriad of alphabet soup uh, programs that they have out there. Uh, and, and so, But we haven't <laughs> answered the question yet, which was what, what do to do? do about it. Uh, that's a great question, and I think a lot of people are, are facing that right now. I'm actually surprised and pleasantly surprised to hear people who are – uh, of a conservative mindset talking about uh, civil disobedience, which I think is great. I think the more civil disobedience and non-cooperation we have in this country, the better. What I think is sad is that they didn't consider doing any civil disobedience while George Bush was drastically increasing the size of the federal government, uh, far greater than Bill Clinton could ever have dreamed of. But nonetheless, at least they're considering it now. Um, I think that's an option. I think refusing to uh, to play along with this system Refusing to pay them your hard-earned money is an option. I think, of course, getting up here to New Hampshire with other liberty-minded people is the best choice. But absent that, just getting together with people maybe in your area who are also willing to similarly non-cooperate, to not send money into the federal gang anymore. What do we need them for anyway? Absolutely, positively. God bless you guys. Good night now. <laughs> hey, thanks, Stu. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231. Do you get the opinion that Stu might have been on the radio in the yeah, past? I was just thinking that. He sure sounds like he could work <laughs> at the station. 800-259-9231. I, I think that people not going along with the plan is the only way to solve this. That's always the answer. That's always been the answer. Whenever it's the federal, whether it's the federal government or the state government or the local government, whenever they pass some new regulation or set of rules or mandates or whatever, most Americans just go along with it. They go along to get along. They go with the flow. They stick their head in the sand. They don't want to see what the, the what is happening, the consequences, the th- the awful things that the government is doing in uh, in their name. And it's just easy. It is, is it is easier to go along to get along. I mean, we've got wonderful things to distract us: bread and circuses, television, all kinds of neat things that we can do to uh, to pretend like there aren't. Awful things being committed, atrocities being committed in in our name. I don't like to use the superlative like atrocities, but uh, atrocities when somebody gets their freedom taken away from them and locked in a jail cell. I found that I find that atrocious personally. It's an insult. Tend to agree. So if you want to go along to get along, well, that'll always be the easy route. But if you really are sick and tired of what you see happening around you with the government constantly getting bigger and uh, the regulations never ending. What was it, 40,000 laws passed in the United States last year? It was 20,000, like including uh, the Virgin Islands, uh, U.S. Virgin just Islands. Tw- just 20,000? Is I that think, all? I think that was the number. I might have been wrong. Now, but, is that just at the federal level, or was that across the country? No, that was uh, that was every governmental agency, whether it's uh, you know it's municipal, state, federal, and all those, uh, all now, combined. Now, that's 20,000 laws. Now, that doesn't mean that they're all one page each. That means that they're there's like probably 20,000 times hundreds, right? right? And, because and that's just one year. Um, yeah. You know, you'd have to live 
three lifetimes to be able to read all of the laws that were um, in <laughs> the area that you are standing right now that apply your to the jurisdiction. Area that right, your jurisdiction, whether it's county, um, county, city, state, yeah. federal, all that stuff. And God help you if you step outside of that jurisdiction and go to the next one, because you, you'll need a fourth lifetime to to get through those uh, county and 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 st- uh, city laws too. Now they don't read their own laws. No, they don't they, how follow could they their possibly read them? They don't follow their own constitution, which is much shorter than all the laws they pass every single year. So right, the constitution uh, that was meant to be, you know, that was was written in plain English so that everybody could understand it. Because well, when they passed that thing through, the the idea was is we are going to keep this government under control. The <laughs> king wasn't under control, but this government's gonna be under control. And I guess we see how that went. Right. So uh, people who want things to change, you're going to have to do more than just elect Republicans because that didn't work in in the 1990s and it's not going to work in 2010. Electing Democrats and Republicans is not going to solve the problem of people wanting to control others and the others who are being controlled allowing it to happen. There are more of us than there are of them. It's time we started acting like it. More coming up. You can bring up anything at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. It's a live Saturday edition. We're here to take your phone calls at 800-259-9231. We being me, Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com where the features are free, including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of Free Talk Live. Just head on over to shrine.freetalklive.com and see for yourself. And if you are a lady listener, you can get involved over there, shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you're looking to redo the bathroom or or kitchen with uh, the first place to probably look, there are knobs and poles. And you can get great prices, incredible prices on knobs and poles at internobs.com. It's a wholesale uh, site it's intended for decorators and things like that but it's open to the public and you can also use code ftl as in free talk live and you'll get an additional 11 percent off they have every style of knob and pull go to the big box stores go to the specialty stores find the ones you like then go to internobs.com and get uh, you know use code ftl get an additional 11 percent off their already wholesale price plus they have a closeout section for, that are 50 to 80 percent off and then you can use the code ftl to save another 11 on that it's crazy. Internobs.com. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. We continue with your phone calls about whatever you want. Go to Mark in Indianapolis listening to WXNT. Hey, Mark. Oh, good evening, guys hey. and everyone. i got an instance where we need some civil disobedience. Okay. I'm, I'm sure there's several uh, similar cases throughout the country, but in my case, it's the, uh, the health department. They're hassling people for gutters or for clutter in the yard or any or paint or any number of things mm. and one anonymous phone call can get these folks uh, to come and snoop around and micromanage your property. Oh boy. And the health department uh, is worried about gutters. I mean this is this sounds like a sort of a zoning or or something. Code enforcement. Code enforcement. Oh, those guys are up to it too and stuff, but um, mm. I'm dealing specifically with the health department. I guess president the 
in 2012, we're going to have the Super Bowl, so they're trying to get everything all spiffy. <laughs> gotcha. Is well, it, anyway. it's not just that. That might be an excuse, but what it is is that uh, city governments around the country are having a tough time getting yeah, money in. They're broke. So because oh, they are. It's all about extracting cash uh, from people. Right. So they're what, not just getting you to clean up. They're going to give I, you a fine, too. So what are they coming oh, after you that. for? Uh, there's $100 a week every time I don't have my gutters up. And, and um, So you have and to I have called, gutters, rain gutters on your house? Is that what you're talking about? That's what they want me to do. And I don't know how to hang gutters. And uh, the, I have ice dams because of lack of insulation that tears off the old ones and tears up the new ones quick as I put them up. I took pictures, so I'm going in there to show them that Tuesday. But anyway, I want to say uh, one way you can deal Jeez. with this is when you're dragged into this court, request a transcript. And also, if you know any addresses that don't exist, Say that uh, there's some debris in the yard. Mm, that that's all over. Send these people on a wild ass chase. <laughs> I think that's think a good of, idea. Make sure you call though. If you're going to do that, make sure you call from a payphone or something like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and maybe I don't know if the, how well they trace their calls and stuff. But well, here's another up. idea for you. I mean, if you're going to go into some sort of hearing, is it a hearing or a court uh, court trial? Well, they call it a court. I call it a kangaroo court. I it's bet. just a just a goofy little thing where they have all the they have a judge so-called, and they have their little minion inspectors and their little prosecuting attorney stooge of the establishment. It's it's total nonsense. Sure, yeah, you can get a real fair trial when the judge works for the same gang that is coming after you, right? That's what this is, yep. <laughs> it's just a little... Just little group of minions just hassling people so you, you know instead of just getting or in addition to getting the transcript which they might try to charge you for depending on where you live oh they do it's a dollar a page or something oh like my that. god no Lord, you don't want to do took, that you don't want to do that what you want to do is get a video camera or an audio recording device and oh, bring that, that in they, with you they confiscated it erased it and i did get it back but they told me next time i bring it i will go to jail really right now I, yeah. I i love this this is uh this is this is the way government operates now they transparency Mark. there's transparency. likely a camera right up in this room recording mm. everything um as it goes down it's, imagine. it's okay for them and, and, and their cop cars have it every every yeah. all over government buildings they have cameras so recording you what you are doing but no way can you record them and what they're doing. And no. the question I have to ask is, because they, they always, um, you know, if you don't want to go for a pat-down or if you don't want them to search your car or whatever, do you have something to hide? And my question is, does the government on all of its levels have something to hide? You better from, believe it. From the cop money. that's pulling you over? I mean, they seem to. They have, What they have to uh, hide is the fact they're a criminal gang. But they're a bunch of safety Nazis, is what I call them. Well, and um, I... Uh, Dude, I'm trying to get this uh, shut down. I'm trying to do everything I can, but uh, I called the uh, the local and various radio shows, and I, associ- I I drew a parallel between these guys and the police state that the feds are building. I told them we need to watch how this plays into that, how these guys are control freaks at the local level. Absolutely. And how they're possibly a branch of the of the world order. I, they, they mocked me, thought I was crazy, but just, I still got that out there. They are control freaks. I, I don't think they're necessarily tied in with the uh, the same people that are looking for world power. They're just little well, there, control there have freaks. Been, um, there have been uh, – there's, there's some U.N. rules on how towns and municipalities you know, should set up this and that and the other thing, and it's, it's scary. I it's don't weird. have any uh, gutters they, they here They have a template. Answer. I, I don't have one. any gutters either. What, are they going to come around and throw me in jail? Man, yes, I tell might. you, the more I hear about what goes on around the rest of the country, the the more glad I am that I'm uh, that I'm up here. I mean, if I fight these people to the point where they somehow BS me out of my house, I'll probably come to New Hampshire. Well, yeah, if you love liberty, if, that. if you love liberty, this is the place to be, my friend. It sounds like it.
Thank you for the call tonight, and good luck out there. Let us know uh, if you get a chance what happens. And thank you. All right, 800-259-9231. You try to bring a video camera into their little uh, kangaroo court, and they flip out about it. At least up here, we've had some success in in bringing cameras into courtrooms. They don't like it when we bring them into the lobby. They've arrested people over that. So we have our own issues here. It's not a utopia. Let me make it crystal clear to anybody listening out there. Uh, This is not a utopia, and it's not going to be a walk in the park. It's not going to be a cakewalk achieving liberty in our lifetime, even with a whole bunch of like-minded liberty activists together. So anybody that thinks that they're just going to be able to come up here and uh, take it easy and have liberty hand to them on a silver platter it's not going to work that way you've got to you've got to work towards it and people have to be willing to put something on the line right now his house is on the line and he didn't even intend to be an activist they just came after him because some silly building codes that's yeah that's how it happens um you know it's 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 sad i mean this it's sad it and it never and it never will stop as long as people keep going along with it As long as people keep paying the fines and keep bowing down and keep obeying and doing whatever it is the bureaucrats demand of them, they'll just come up with more rules for you. Yeah, they've got rules. (laughs) Look, I grew up uh, one zip code away from from Longboat Key. You've got to get like a permit to put down new carpet inside your house there. Wow, it's crazy. And somebody will snitch you out if they catch you. If you paint your building the wrong color, out of here. You know, everything you do, you've got to get a permit for. You have to pay your little money to the... That's not freedom. No, no, it's nothing like... Like freedom. That's obedience. That's serfdom. That's you being owned by somebody else. But it's all because you've allowed it to happen. We've it, well, all allowed it to happen. In some case, they've advocated for it. Right. We, well, yeah, okay. The, I don't, I'm not talking to those people. They know who they are. But uh, the rest of us, those of us who've been victimized by all these rules and regulations, we've all been responsible for allowing it to get this far. If people hadn't gone along with the demands when, the, when they were first made, however many decades or hundreds of years ago that might have been, then uh, that would have stopped them there. It's not too late to stop them now, but if you're all alone, you're going to get rolled right over top of. I mean, we've got a whole, we've got hundreds of activists up here in New Hampshire. They're still arresting people and throwing them in jail cells. They're trying their best to intimidate us and do what they're, uh, what they're going to do, but we've got more people coming here. How many people are moving into your area to get active for freedom? Oh, you haven't heard of any? Not surprised. More coming up, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you features including the updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com and get on the list free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And take the StartPage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use StartPage.com instead of your big brother search engine and experience the difference. 
you'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines. But unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. It's third-party certified. Start the seven-day challenge today at startpage.com. I've got it on my uh, you know browser here. So all I had to do was go in there and click, and it'll just load right up on the, uh, the upper right-hand corner. Startpage.com. Hey, Mark, point of information, uh, you wanted to make a correction. It was not 20,000 new laws across the country last year. It was actually, according 40, to CNN. Yeah, according to CNN.com, 40,697. You were right. I was wrong. My mistake. I'm sorry. Get reading, people. You got a lot to re- got a lot of reading to do. Right. Legislators in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, Guam, Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, met in 2009, leading the enactment of 40,697 laws, many of which take effect on january the first uh, items uh, as important as tanning beds and texting and trans fats <laughs> oh and don't forget the you can these just... people own you yeah. they decide how much you can tan they decide when you can text which i don't i, I do think that distracted driving is a uh, is a negligent offense and a person doing that's it. already on the books though yeah, isn't it right distracted driving is but uh, you know texting is <laughs> a really bad idea while driving so uh, so toll free number here 800-259-9231 we continue with your calls nick is listening to wfla fm in tallahassee nick you're on free talk live with Ian and mark hello nick Nick going once. Nick, I hear somebody. Hey, what's going hey, on? What's on your mind? Sorry. No problem. Uh, not too much, man. Love y'all's show. Thanks, Nick. I called in a couple times. Always enjoy it. Welcome uh, back. What's on your mind tonight? Released. Oh, she's going to talk about the police and the idea of quotas. Whenever you have people that are supposed to be serving and protecting you. But, I mean, you know, if it's a sales job, I can understand a quota. But it's like, I feel like me and my friend have to hide out towards the end of the month because Cops are, like, driving around, tailing you, trying to get you to speed up so they can pull you over. And, and they will claim like, they don't have them. The police, when asked, oh, yeah. will claim they don't have them. Oh, they do. They absolutely I mean, you know, they have these, like, you know, you can always tell towards the end of the month. You know, it's like everything just gets crazy about it. And I, I just think it's ridiculous that, uh, you know, people are supposed to be protecting us or whatever. And, you know, they've got that whole thing going on. Another thing I wanted to say real quick, um, my girlfriend, I've had to kind of talk to her, but, I mean... Like, letting the police into your house and stuff like that. I, think, I feel like people, because like you were saying earlier, they like, they, people assume they have this authority over them. So mm-hmm. they're, like, really quick to just open the door and let somebody in their house or, you know, oh, yeah, you can search my car. Yeah, sure, officer, you can do whatever you want. Just say no. Just say no. What's the yeah, benefit just, to, uh, you know, if, if the police are in, um, in conducting an investigation. And, and they that, always are. You can presume that if they're right. talking to you, they're conducting an investigation. Right. Well, you know, I, I think there's times to let the police officers in your house, which is, say, say your house has been broken into. They if need you to, called them, yeah, maybe you might If you, you called them, that's, that's the time to, uh, to do so. But if you haven't called them, you know, what's the benefit to you to letting them in the house? And, uh, you know, the idea is, is that, well, they'll look around, they won't find anything, and they'll leave. But I'll tell you what, if you close the door and say, uh, you can't come in, they'll leave too. Goodbye. Probably a better uh, policy is just not answer the door at all. But but that's what they do in the movies, and that's what they do on TV. Everybody always answers the door for the police and always talks Mm -hmm. to them. Barry Cooper from Never Get Busted, uh, a former police officer down there in Texas, 
has uh, made it very clear that the best thing you can do when it comes to the cops paying you a visit is to not even answer the door. Not even not even talk to them through the door. Don't even talk. There's no reason to talk to these people. The people in the in, in the ghetto understand that uh, if you talk to the police, it just leads to them finding something to arrest you for. The videos I've seen of uh, of this particular tactic being used are, are they're amusing as heck to me because well the cops really don't know what to do when the door doesn't get answered. What yeah. are they going to do? <laughs> kick it in? Well, if they're going to do that, they can do that anyway, right? right I mean, they're gonna, if they want to kick the door in, they'll kick it in anyway. Right. Believe me, they do it all the time. So, yeah. anything, anything else you want to share tonight, Nick? No, but I just appreciate what you guys do, man. And I'm going to be calling, what did you say the station manager's name was up here at WFLA? Was it Matt? Matt, uh, Matt Millar is the program director there. Great guy. He uh, is a uh, good, good guy, and uh, thank you for doing that in advance. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. I hope to hear you guys on weekdays coming up here pretty soon, hopefully. All right, man. Have a good night. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. He also mentioned the the car situation. Obviously, it's easy if the cops are coming to your front door to ignore them. That's really easy to do, and you should do it. Uh, But in your car, uh, you're in a completely different situation. Clearly, you can't just ignore them because they're going to run you off the road and possibly shoot you. That's going to be what happens. Right. So you have to handle that. uh, You have to handle that differently, but if the police are asking you, the most important thing you can remember, I think, is if the police are asking you if they can search your car, the reason they're asking is because they don't have any reason to do so. If they wanted to search your car and had probable cause or reasonable articulable suspicion that a uh, crime was being committed, then they could go ahead and, and do that. But if they're asking you, that is, me, that is them getting your permission to invade your privacy. And there's nothing good that's going to come of it. Even if you, even if you have nothing at all in your car that the police might be in, of, of interest or interested in, then you're still, it's still worth your while to say no. They're going to make a mess. Because, yeah, they'll take all your stuff out of your car and you get to put it back together. I don't, I've never heard a story in my years of doing this show that I can recall of anybody saying, yeah, the cops uh, searched my car and put all my stuff real nice and neat right back where they found it. Nice guys. No, it just it just doesn't happen that way. They don't have any obligation to do that. They are not you. a cleaning service. No. So there is no reason to say yes to a search. You don't have to be rude about it. You can be respectful. Being rude is probably it. not going to get you what uh, right. you know what you're hoping for. You can still be respectful toward them and just you know make it clear that well I I understand I appreciate you asking but I've got other things I'd rather be doing so uh, thanks but no thanks no <laughs> just say no eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one we continue with your calls about what you want uh, we'll go to Mark listening to WTNY in Watertown Mark you're on Free Talk Live hey how's it going tonight hey, what's on your mind Mark um, Mike. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, you were talking that uh, no one's doing anything about it. We need to get behind the people from uh, that took the uh, they took it by the hand and they actually did a continental congress. It's we the people org. They took three people from each state, voted them in, and had the first continental congress since our constitution was signed. I'm, sure familiar, I'm familiar about Bob Schultz and, and the organization. Some of our friends from New Hampshire were involved in that Continental Congress. So um, the Continental Congress is over. What did they come up with? Well, it's supposed to be coming out in the next few weeks, and they're going to use the last sentence of the First Amendment, which offers our last chance to take back our servant government, basically, which is a redress against the government, which is holding back funds. Now, how long have um, you been following the We the People organization? That's the organization that's behind the uh, Continental Congress that you're talking about. Couple, Several years now. 
So then you know that they've they've gone to the Supreme Court and been uh, slapped down on their question about having the court look at the uh, the last sentence that you're referring to, the idea that uh, people have the ability to petition the government for a redress of grievances. You familiar with what happened to them there? Uh, yeah, they did get turned down. What right, the lower court basically said, getting you know all the people in back of that last sentence and going after our government. I see nothing left. Well, I, I I understand where you're coming from, but I, I, I think there are other things left, and I think that it's going to require um, more action than, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's going to require more action than, than I feel that the Continental Congress was willing to take. Um, all the Continental Congress came up with this last time was essentially, well, we asked them before by going in front of the Supreme Court, we're going to ask them again to, uh, to, to let us redress our grievances, and I, I, I know what the answer is. Uh, Mike, well, I, I, think I know the is, answer. They took, three, they took three people from each state, and it's a great idea. To You're talking the word, and I think if enough people get behind them, I think that the Supreme Court's going to have to act on some of these issues. Let's talk about it. I want to bring you back here, if you don't mind. Hang on, because uh, we're, we're very familiar with this. We've had Bob Schultz on this program. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who is the head of the yep, We the a People organization. Man. Very nice guy. Very friendly man. Uh, but I want to you know, take a closer look at exactly what has happened with his organization and trying to hold the government accountable or at least get them even to answer questions, which is what a petition is. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. Now, we give you the features on the website, which, by the way, has been completely redesigns the new FTL 2.0 website at freetalklive.com. We still give you the features on the website for free. The live streaming, the podcast, the forum, all that stuff. It's all free. But if you want to support the show, three bucks a month is all that we're uh, all that we ask. You can get more if you feel like it. But uh, that three bucks a month will get you access to some perks, like access to the AMP only call in lines, the AMP only forum, and uh, the AMP only podcast. Uh, but that, most importantly, that money is, uh, allows us to expand. It allows Free Talk Live to get on more radio stations across the country, which we're now on over 62 stations from coast to coast. Uh, it allows us to get the message of freedom out there more effectively into a, a population that, boy, do they need to hear it. Uh, so head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. Get some perks. You can use any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options. Amp.freetalklive.com. And Manchester Brewing is the maker of Naughty Nancy's Nut Brown Ale, the only beer that tells you when you need a spanking. <laughs> ManchesterBrewing.com. We continue here. We've got Mike, I think, still with us, listening in Watertown to WTNY. Mike, are you still there? Yeah, sure. Okay. You'd called in tonight because we've been uh, you know, we've been talking about – it's easy to talk about all the problems with the government. And our favorite solution, of course, is the Free State Project for people that love liberty. But there's some other folks out there that got together this uh, back in 2009 toward the end of the year for the Continental Congress. And as you were pointing out, they got uh, multiple people from – like three, at least three people from each state. I think it was actually the 49, 48 uh, of the states. But anyway, a yeah. bunch of people came to uh, – was it Illinois where they – Yeah, they went in, to? near Chicago. Yeah, they went to uh, – a central place. Right, they went to Illinois. They got together over uh, like a week-long event, and they came up with some uh, declarations, if you will. They yeah. came up with... 
the Articles of Freedom. Right, and uh, this is an organization called We the People, and they've been very active over the last uh, couple couple decades or so, and, and I've been paying close attention. I used to be on their email list. I'm no longer on their email list because I was kind of turned off by their anti-immigrant uh, kind of zealotry that, uh, that they had, but that's another issue. Nonetheless, I, I did like a lot of the things that they were doing, and one of the things that they've been known for over the last decade is that they've been trying to get the federal government to answer questions, questions about the constitutionality of the income tax or the war in Iraq and a variety of other uh, very unconstitutional matters. They've been trying to just simply get the government to answer questions, and they've used their uh, what they believe is their right to petition the government for redress of grievances, meaning they would write down their questions, present them to the government agents, and hopefully get an answer. But they never did. And they tried, and they tried, and they tried, and they never got word one out of any of the you know the heads of the bureaucracies or the the so-called representatives or even their staff nobody would answer their questions so then they took it to the court system and they said well we're not getting any redress of our grievances so we want to know what it means what is this this is this apparently had never been challenged before the supreme court had never looked at the issue of what a petition to, or to a, a petition petitioning the government for a redress of grievances as it says in the first amendment what that actually means and so they tried to take it up to the Supreme Court. And the court that was right before the Supreme Court, is it the uh, Federal uh, uh, Appeals? Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, that they essentially shot it down. Their ruling was, as I recall, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but their ruling was that, yeah, you have the right to petition the government, but the government doesn't have to answer your petition. That's what they said. They took that. They they appealed that then to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court kicked it back down. So by refusing to hear the case, the Supreme Court essentially agreed with the lower court. The, the Supreme Court let the ruling stand from the appeals court. So the, the official ruling now is that uh, you can ask all the questions you want. We don't have to answer them, which is right along with uh, along in, in line with everything else the Supreme Court has said over the years about how the government has no obligation to provide you with any level of services or anything at all, anything whatsoever. They have no obligation to do anything like that. So why on earth would they have an obligation to answer your questions? So now, after going through all of that, the We the People organization comes back, they go through this uh, this Continental Congress that you were talking about, and they are essentially going to try again. They're going to try to go back to the Supreme Court, and like you were saying, you think that if a bunch of people are behind them this time, it's going to make a difference. I'm telling you, it's not going to make a difference. So my question for you, Mike, is what if I'm right and that the Supreme Court kicks it right back again, doesn't hear it, or maybe they do hear it and they shoot it down again, then what? Well, I think you've lost your government at that time. We've lost you it know? now. I, mean, I don't it's, want it's, my government. It's not my government. State at that point. You say, what, what? What happened? It's turning into a socialist state at that point, correct? It's already socialist, dude. It's already so fascist. It's already both. To get and act together. And if we can get enough people behind somebody who's trying to accomplish something, I mean, and you get millions of people, they got to listen sooner or later. Well, I, 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 I question this millions of people. I mean, if you look at the Ron Paul phenomenon as it occurred in 2008, it was incredible the amount of uh, people that got out there. But when you saw the popular vote for uh, this candidate on the um, in the Republican primaries, it was eight, seven six percent yeah but look what's happening now there's so many more people that are aware of what's going on and you know all, all i mean right down the local government it's got way out of control what yeah. makes you and think so, the supreme court's going to care if there's a thousand people or twenty thousand or tw- two million people behind the the case if you 
you get millions of people behind them, someone's going to listen. I, I just have that feeling. What if know? it doesn't? I, I'm not what? sure about any of it. But, so you said if you, know, it, you said if it. So you said if it gets kicked down, then you've lost your government. Well, first of all, it's not my government. I don't want anything to do with them, so I could care less. But you personally, what are you going to do then? Well, there's your government because they control every aspect of your life. No, not really. I try to. I pretty much ignore them, and I don't uh, really pay yeah, much attention to them. Buy a driver's license. Oh, we're talking about the federal government here uh, specifically. Well, it, it all comes right down. It trickles down to everything. But let's know? just talk about the federal government right now because that's the one that's really out of hand more so than anything else. So I'm again asking you personally, what will your next step be if it uh, if this tactic by the We the People organization fails? Well, I think then you got to go back and you got to keep attacking it on a state level without a doubt. But I think that so secession. Get... Secession. What's that? What are you What are you talking about? Like secession, declaring independence, and leaving the uh, the union. Yeah, you got to get all the state government behind you, and people just have to get together and work it from the bottom up. If it won't work from the top down, let's try a different angle and go from the bottom up. Now, um, Mike, uh, where, where are you calling from? I'm sorry, I, New York. New York. New York. Okay. Well, I, I think it'll be um, you're gonna you're gonna have a uh, you know a bastion of liberty there when when you finally get the uh, the folks in the <laughs> New York State to uh, secede so that they can have a, a free state from the federal government. Um, but I I agree that you have to get enough people behind you, sort of a concentration of people that uh, that want liberty. But the you have you heard of the Free State Project? Uh, yeah, I have heard a little bit about it, yeah. And what the idea is is to concentrate enough liberty-loving individuals in one state so that they can have effect in that state. Now, I'm not. it's not a secession movement. Um, but although, I support secession. Right. Well, we're both Free State Project members in New Hampshire, and we both support secession. But um, even if they just enacted independence under the Tenth Amendment of the United States Constitution, which they were, you know, the, the, the pivotal state in signing in New Hampshire um, – you know, I think that that has a heck of a lot better chance. In New Hampshire, you're talking about a uh, you know citizenry of 1.3 million. In the United States, you know, people aren't plugged in. They care more about uh, Britney Spears' haircuts than they do uh, about what you and I are talking about here. Uh, the, the the federal government is this big, juicy, delicious, sweet plum sitting out there for those that want power over other individuals and want to uh, make money from people that don't, uh, you know, make make money that, from people that work by not working themselves or not uh, or not providing a service that's commensurate with what they're, uh, you know, the the, the work that they're uh, getting paid more than the, than what they're worth. You know that. It's just too valuable to those people, and I I think you should look into if you want to see something more efficient um, into the Free State Project. Well, I'm not going to run to another state. I'm going to stay in New York State. That's fine. Good luck, my friend. Thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you, and uh, let us know what happens with the whole We the People thing, because it's been failure after failure so far, and I don't think the Supreme Court's going to give a damn if there's 100,000 or a million people behind uh, the effort. You know, I, I think that it's, uh, it's it's very brave what the We the People organization has done as far as uh, withholding their taxes from the federal government, and in the same way the Founding Fathers I did. I support that. Right. I, I absolutely do, um, but I think that people concentrated in a geographic area are going to have a better, um, a better chance handling if, if, you know, for whatever reason the feds decide to come after do you think that the the uh, that the people who would say something like mike just said that well you know i'm going to stick it out i'm going to stick it out where i am this kind of uh, mentality of well it, does it does that suggest that they might feel like they're losing if they have to move away um i may, maybe i don't know i always sort of like wondered, it's a retreat yeah I've, I've sort of wondered um you know i think about places like mississippi or alabama where um you know one might say that black people weren't as free a few a few short decades ago mm. um that, that's that's how i feel and why would the black people stay there you know I, I, 
you'd think that they'd go places where they would be more free. Stubbornness, comfort, uh, comfort zones, lack of money. Um, you know, it costs a lot. Many Greyhound of them tickets very, aren't very expensive. Well, you know, you've, you've got a piece of land right there. Where yeah. are you going to go live when you go to Chicago or something? So I, I don't know the reasons why why people make those decisions, but uh, to me, it's the most effective system. Hour three is coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you are invited to take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Right back into your phone calls. People have been waiting very patiently through the news break. Let's talk to Matt listening in Illinois on the amp lines. Hello, Matt. Hi, guys. Good hey, evening. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I just wanted to tell, hopefully Mike is still listening, uh, and I wanted to tell him where he could go to find more information about the Continental Congress and the work that they did. They actually did release their document. It, it was called the Articles of Freedom. I think Mark mentioned that. And you can find it at uh, cc 2009.us. That's CC standing for Continental Congress, CC2009.us. So have, what is it? Have you read all 61 pages of this article of these articles of freedom, Matt? Yes, uh, yes I did. And and I was there at the Congress uh throughout the uh not not for the whole delegation but uh, throughout a lot of the deliberations and actually listening to how they were going about determining what to say. Um, uh, cause I was blogging about it. So what's your impression? I mean, do you feel like they're going to, they're just spinning their wheels and wasting their time, time trying to get the Supreme court to rehear, to hear a case that they refused to hear before, as far as uh, looking at the, the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances? Well, they're not going after the Supreme court. You're misinformed. Oh, that's, that, that's not what they're doing. What are they doing? They're, um, they're, they came up with the articles of freedom and what they're asking people to do is present these two. Uh, to state legislators and uh, to uh, to local governments and to to all levels of government and to go there in force and um, present these to these people and to, and they're they're also allowing some civil disobedience that they want performed. Um, so there's different levels of activism that they're acting asking people to take place in. Cool. So what is it, what is presenting uh, the Articles of Freedom to the local government people? What is the intention there? Um, 
the intention is to get the elected officials to realize to to start to understand the that that there's a a feeling at the grassroots level of, of the people that the people are angry and that they want something done about this. You know, uh, and they're presenting it to the government people to do it. I mean, that's the impression that I get. I can't actually speak for uh, the the leaders of the Continental Congress or even the the delegates themselves. And, uh, you know, and I, I don't want to present any information and have people misinterpret it. That's I don't think it's the worst. I, I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. But I, I can tell you, having gone up to Concord here in uh, New Hampshire and and, uh, you know, for the, the seatbelt uh, bills that they've tried. This is the only state in the union that they do not have uh, seatbelt laws for adults in um, that they've tried to push through. And, uh, you know, the several other bills I've been up there, uh, you know, half dozen time or something like that uh, for different bills, homeschooling and the like. And I, it, it's my experience that the, uh, the the people in the government, the elected officials, really don't give a flying flip at a rolling donut. What I think, um, they they care about what they think. They're they're elected with an agenda, and and uh, my my opinions really don't matter. And I would think that the bureaucrats care even less. Um, you know, they're there to pick up a paycheck, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that. It, I I think that there's you know that you need to have a multi pronged approach. I like the idea of civil civil disobedience and withholding um, one's taxes, and but if if I think that if you want to have any effect on the governmental system, you need to see a concentration of uh, liberty loving people in one area. But you know, one one of the things that that they did that they that was happening during the Continental Congress itself was they were talking about more, um, how do I put it, hardcore civil disobedience. And there was a lot of the delegates that were very fearful of that. Yes, they were fearful sure. of retribution from the state. And in my opinion, and this is my personal opinion, it was too bad that that was happening. And therefore, the, it, it was voted down. These these more more hardcore uh, were um, civil disobedience were voted down by the delegates. But the idea has been put there. These people are still in touch with each other. Um, I don't know if you heard about Michael Bednarik and his heart attack. Yeah. He was the president, and um, unfortunately, he suffered a heart attack. And I, my understanding is, he's not doing real well right now. Uh, he's he's awake and alert, but he, he's trying to get out of the hospital, and they're not letting him because he needs to have tubes and stuff to keep him alive. Well. It's tragic, and uh, the, Michael Bednarik yeah. always seemed to be a good guy, and he's actually a Free State Project uh, participant as well, and I know that you are also. And the good thing about being up here in New Hampshire is there is no overarching organization. No one is in charge. It doesn't matter. No one gets to vote on what you do or don't do. So people that want to do civil disobedience just get out there and do it. They don't have to ask anybody's permission or win a vote before they go out and do it here. It's all completely decentralized. So I'm glad that it was mentioned. I'm glad it was brought up. I'm sad to see it shot down, but that's, that's understandable. Considering people that are likely to go to something called a Continental Congress are likely to be more politically oriented people anyway, and politically oriented people tend to be frightened to death of taking anything uh, that involves uh, significant risk like civil disobedience. Right. right. There was quite a number of them that were that were that seemed uh, frightened of of uh, taking a risk. It is and, scary, and that, you know. That, the feds are scary people. Bad, there was others. There was other people that were arg- arguing stridently for it. Um, some of the Alaska people. Oh, Boy, were they! They were, and uh, the people from New Hampshire uh, seem to be quite a bit for the more uh, uh, hardcore uh, civil disobedience too. Matt, thank you so much for the. Go ahead. If there's another follow-up, maybe that will happen. But the other thing is, you could find the names of your delegates 
at the cc2009.us website, and you can contact them. Um, I'm in contact with my delegate from New York, or from, um, I'm sorry, from Illinois, and uh, we're supposed to be going down to Springfield, which is our state capital, uh, in late April, I believe, to present these things. All right, let us know how it goes, will you? Uh, if I go there, yeah, I will. Okay, thanks, Matt. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to James listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. James, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi there. How are you doing this hey, evening? That's great, James. What's on your mind? I uh, I was calling about the uh, civil disobedience thing. Sure. And uh, what I'm going to do for myself is I'm taking an unpaid uh, day off on April 15th. Uh, that way there's no money to be taxed for that one day. It's largely symbolic, and I doubt anybody will sweat what taxes would would come out of that day, but nonetheless, it's the first step, I guess you could say. you got to take baby steps, I think, when it comes to uh, to, to doing things like non-cooperation and civil disobedience. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to attack anybody who's taking uh, taking baby steps. I, mean, I, I myself, uh, this, this April uh, on the 28th, I think, is uh, when the trial is scheduled, I will likely be going to jail because I'm refusing to pay uh, parking tickets uh, here, a, a parking ticket here in uh, in Keene, New Hampshire. So it's just little uh, little bits. If a bunch of people do a little bit, of uh, civil disobedience, it'll have a tremendous effect on the, on the system. That, that's my hope. If more and more people can do little things, it, it might um, might muster up into a tidal wave. Very good. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's, I, I don't know. Does that really count as civil disobedience? It's some. It's something. I mean, to him, it's, it's something. Well, it's something. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know whether it's civil. I, I don't know. I, I'm not real stringent on the definition. If you're, do, if you're taking action, uh, in order to, you know, stop the growth of government, as far as I'm concerned, fine. Uh, civil disobedience, is, if it's not inside the political uh, sphere. Of course, he's also not getting paid himself that day either. So right. He's, you know, and um, I guess the, I'm a Quaker, and uh, Quakers have for years, uh, decades, uh, withheld funds from the federal government. Uh, you know, about war. Um, you know, they've had their houses taken from them. They've they've had mm. all kinds of terrible things happen to them, and and some of them have decided to go with the uh, you know earning less than twenty four thousand dollars for a family or fourteen flying 000. under the radar, right? So uh, earning less than um, the amount so that they can you know sort of living a very simple lifestyle so that they don't fund. Uh, the federal government machine, and you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's something. It's, it makes I them feel it's, good. It's something. It's something. It's, it makes them feel good. It makes them feel like they're, uh, you know, that they're contributing to uh, something. And, and I think it's good. I just, you know, I like the idea of uh, Americans being productive and being rewarded for their uh, uh, productivity, and um, you know, just telling the government no. I prefer, but right. I don't have. The, I'm not willing with a with a young child to. Uh, take the chance of going to jail for god knows how long by not paying my taxes well they might put you in jail anyway for something else 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll-free line you can bring up anything the more they push people the less they'll care about what they do more coming up it is free talk live bring up anything have you been thinking about starting a website i'm going to tell you about a great offer from hostgator HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL as in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. 
This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a Facebook profile. You can go and become a fan for free, of course, at facebook.freetalklive.com. That's facebook.freetalklive.com. And do you hate making extra trips out to the car to carry in the grocery bags? For the last few months, Ian and I, we've been using Tota Sacks at our houses. And they're a handle made of 100% recycled materials. It's polymer, made right here in the United States. And it's designed to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks. You can go to totasack.com and uh, check them out. That's T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com. Get a family pack there today. Tota Sack, they carry more than you can, a lot more. Totasack.com. Plus, I believe we have a two-pack of the Totasack to give away tonight, uh, so stay tuned for your opportunity to win a two-pack of the Totasack. They you are try them neat, out for yourself. neat little handles. All right, well, let's continue with your phone calls here and go to David listening to WKBK in our very own Keene, New Hampshire. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Um, hi. Hey, David. I was just going to touch on, um, like, when you were talking about the police yes, and sir. stuff and whether you should let them search or let them in or any of that. I know my experience has been they always are disrespectful, usually, to me. I mean, well, once or twice they haven't been. There have been exceptions. but And if you don't answer the door, and they do uh, extremely obnoxious, and I consider disrespectful knock, no matter what time of day it is, it's always loud and <laughs> constant, nonstop. They might do it for 20 minutes, so... Jeez. But anyway... <laughs> well, I'd rather have uh, them knocking on my door for 20 minutes than spend a night in jail if uh, you know if that's what exactly. it would come to. Exactly. But I was just going to touch on that. And I was going to ask, you got, um, you, um, I just don't understand what you all think is free about New Hampshire, and I was hoping that maybe you all could like say what it is, and, and I'll just take the... Um, response off the air. If sure, David. Fair enough, David. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate Thanks. hearing from you. Yeah, um, well, first off, uh, New Hampshire is, uh, you know, we, we call it, if, if we slip up and call it the free state, it's because um, we intend to help it become more free. Um, but, yeah, it's not yet. Right. Got a but, lot of work to do. New Hampshire has been ranked by the Mercatus Center study, I think it was from 2000, early 2009, as the freest state in the union already. Lowest uh, tax burden, if Lowest I'm tax mistaken. burden per, per individual. Fewest amount of bureaucrats per regular people as far as uh, fewer government employees. Right. Um, also, the, the right to, uh, you know... You can carry a firearm out on your hip if you wish to do that. Many places you can't do it. You don't um, have to have gutters. <laughs> we found that out tonight. Um, you, uh, you can also a, – a concealed permit is shall issue. It's $10 to get one. There's That's so many not places. the freest – that's not the freest no, in the gun laws. No, it's not. But it's like but the third freest. But it all adds up. Yeah. Um, this is the only state in the union where you don't have – an adult doesn't have to wear a driver's uh, – excuse me, driver's license, a, uh, a seatbelt. No state income tax for uh, individuals. No uh, state sales tax. Yeah. Um, there, there certainly are their fair, of sh- uh, fair share of taxes, but uh, you know, they're, 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 it's the lowest burden in the United States um, as far as yeah. that. And taxes – really are the biggest burden of government. I mean, you know, having to pay for services that you don't necessarily want. And the government itself, uh, I don't believe personally that government can ever represent, that so-called representatives could ever represent uh, anybody beyond themselves or maybe one other person. But at least here in New Hampshire, from a political perspective, there are over 400 representatives in the so-called representative, you know, the legislature, which is the largest in the uh, the English-speaking world, if, if I'm not mistaken. 
Well, um, the the legislature for a state. Yeah, that much is true. I think it's the uh, it, it it tends to to vacillate. Um, you know, there's the House of Commons um, and the United States House of Representatives, which are larger, and also I think the German one, but that of course is not English. But either. definitely of all the 50 uh, United States, the oh, yes. New Hampshire legislature is by far and away the most. Uh, Representative, if Populous. you will. Uh, yeah, there are there to in order to get elected to the New Hampshire state legislature, uh, you don't have that much as far as that you have to spend in the campaign. So it's much more within reach of the average person. Indeed, uh, they only pay them a hundred dollars a year. Whereas other places, it's a professional uh, job to become a legislator. Uh, legislator here, it's just uh, kind of a you know part-time thing. There's no way you can really make significant money, at least directly from the state. I'm sure there corrupt. There's corruption out there that you know we may not know about, but it's a uh, it's a much more reachable political system, if you will. It's uh, something that uh, the individual can have more influence on here. And there are a lot of other reasons. In fact, when the when New Hampshire was chosen for the Free State Project, there were 10 different states that were in the running, 10 low population states. And New Hampshire won far and above the second place state, which I believe was Wyoming, if I'm not mistaken. But New Hampshire won uh, easily, handily uh, won that, uh, that vote. And it's because it's so persuasive. The people that were living here at the time Put up uh, 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire, and I believe there's still a version of that available on the Free State Project's website that has been updated since then. Yes. Uh, and it's very good, and it's very persuasive, and it just runs down reason after reason as to what makes New Hampshire so much better. Right. Uh, that than list the rest is, of the is the uh, definitive uh, answer to David's question, um, that 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire, because yeah. it is the 101 reasons why New Hampshire is more free than other places. So if the answers that we've given just now aren't good enough, then... There's there's 90-something more. One thing that uh, tends to be the case up here is that people that have lived their whole – and I don't know if David's lived here his whole life, but maybe he has. And there are people that have lived in New Hampshire for their whole lives, and they don't really know what it's like out there. You know, They don't, they, they don't really know. Maybe they've gone to visit, but they've never really lived uh, in another place. I've talked to some of these people where you know, they've, they've, some of them have actually left at, at one point, maybe after they got out of college or something like that. And then they'll say something to the effect of – Boy, did I regret moving. I want to come back because they didn't realize how good they had it here in New Hampshire. It's not perfect by any means here, but it certainly is uh, obviously a little more free than the than the rest of the states. Yeah, so. if you're looking for freedom, you know, if you're looking for big government to, to take care of you or whatever – there's all kinds of places. For and it you. was a good starting point for the Free State Project. Sure. Right? That was the idea because now not only do you have all the benefits of New Hampshire over the other states, you also have hundreds of liberty-minded activists who've moved in here. And those hundreds of activists have helped activate some of the locals who are feeling disaffected and feeling bummed out about the, you know, the, uh, the mass holes coming over the border and uh, bringing their statist ways with them. We are now here to, uh, you know, to uh, to achieve freedom, to achieve liberty in our lifetime, and thousands more are coming. Over nine, uh, 9,800 people are pledged so far. We're looking for 20,000, and that's not happening anywhere else. And if you don't think that's going to have an effect on the future of freedom here in New Hampshire, you're just not paying attention. Because the, if you look at other migrations in the past, it's quite clear that they've had effects on the places uh, that they've migrated to. Look at the uh, look at Utah with the Mormons. Uh, look at uh, Vermont with the socialists influx back in the 1970s. The hippies. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, clearly 
it makes a difference when people with the intention to make a difference get together and move themselves in order to get together and uh, and do something about a perceived problem. And the government is the perceived problem. Uh, the aggression of the state is the perceived problem. And the, the activists, the liberty lovers that are coming here are here to do something about it. I think it's so exciting. And I'm so glad uh, that I made the move as as uh, as soon as I did. I mean, I would have liked to have come sooner, but it just wasn't possible in, in my life until that point. Some people aren't coming until next year or two years out or five years down the road, but it just keeps getting better and better as uh, every week goes by and more people move here. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and uh, we're here bringing it to you. It's kind of the, the reality show aspect of Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live is, is more than just a talk show, and yes, you can call in and talk about anything. We also have that uh, reality show aspect that we're actually here with the boots on the ground, in with these activists, and we can really bring it to you, the news to you, from a perspective that nobody else is talking about. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine, nutritious vitamins and minerals and a delicious chocolate taste for your picky eaters. Be sure to visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. With kids, food battles are more about control than about food. If you want to avoid a battle with your picky eater, give them a say in what they eat. At dinner, let them choose between broccoli or fruit salad. At the supermarket, give them three cereals to pick from. The more control they have, the less there is to argue about. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. You can take control of the airwaves if you dial in toll-free. You can bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us, including live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show, dial-up version, webcam, as well as listen lines, all free for you over at Listen. .freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. If you're a college-age individual or you're getting ready to go into college, you got to kind of wonder, what are you going to do uh, come summer break? Well, libertarianinternships.com has some answers for you. If you're interested in public policy internships, journalism inter- internships, production internships, that's production in uh, you know film or television, alternative media, things like that. Well, you know, you don't have to be majoring in these things, but if you're interested in those things, they've got internships for you, including uh, housing assistance. You get paid, um, and and, uh, they've got little seminars to teach you how to do the job. It's libertarianinternships.com, and it's uh, for the summer, and the deadlines are January the 31st. Get on it, libertarianinternships.com. Let's continue with your phone calls. Alex listening in Charleston to the brand-new WVTF FM side. Alex, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I had a question. You gentlemen have been discussing things with some of the other callers and discussing ways to get some of the power back from the federal government. Uh, I was listening to another show. It's just been in the last week or so, and Georgia, the state of Georgia, was supposed to have passed a law of some sort that um, pretty much made the federal laws null and void in that state. I didn't know if you all had any information about which that. Fe- or which federal laws in what? particular? Huh? Which ones? Which federal laws? Because I've not All heard. All of them. I have not heard that one. Normally, what the word has been about nullification uh, laws has been on like health care or uh, something like that. Well, specific been, laws. There's been some stories, um, sort of in they're they're a little old, like six months or so, that uh, there were uh, nullification, Tenth Amendment nullification bills all over the United States, and there I know of some specifically in uh, New Hampshire and Oklahoma, um, but they they didn't have a heck of a lot of teeth. Well, the 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 uh, 
they were talking about the secession subject, you know, and somebody said, well, you know, there again, you got to get away from, or, you know, they were talking about secession. Somebody said, well, here's something just as good. And then there was a story back a few years ago, there was a sheriff in Wyoming found that some of the federal, a federal agency or something had done something wrong, kept some paperwork or went into somebody's house or business and kept files or documents they weren't supposed to, and he booted them out of the, out of his county. Uh, wasn't that Sheriff Mack that did that? I don't know. Okay. I just I just know that there's, there's ways to get back, because the sheriff's supposed to be the highest law of the land in his given district, and yeah. I don't know what that means against the federal government but i don't know but i love the idea i have to say i love the idea of having a sheriff make a take a stand against federal government i think that would be an excellent way to uh to engage in nullification or or some sort of declaration of independence is to essentially get a sheriff who will say if any federal agents come into my county i will arrest you for trespassing and, right. Uh, you know, this is somebody that you could, you know, you could come to me or one of somebody I know. Well, the, the sheriff in my county, I graduated high school with him. So, I mean, these are people that are approachable. Yeah. I really, I like my congresswoman uh, from in the in the U.S. Congress. I like her, and I think she stands up for the right things. But how approachable in reality is she? Unless you. I mean, she's got too many people to answer to. Your sheriff, your local people, are use the power we have and get somebody in your local sheriff's office. You know, find somebody you, you, everybody can get behind, yeah. get them elected, somebody with some backbone. That's more. I think that's far more likely of something that that'll have success than trying to change the federal government, like some other people have suggested on this show before. That you'll somehow be able to change the way things uh, behave in Washington D.C. I think that what you're suggesting from a political perspective is much more reachable. Yeah, because how are you going to combat? Okay, in fairness, let's say I've got Robert Byrd and, and uh, Senator uh, Jay Rockefeller. How am I going to approach them when they're being approached by major yeah. coal companies, major power companies? Right. How is a bunch of us from back here on in the holla? They don't care you? about we you. We don't have the money. Yep, you're right. absolutely right. Right. It's a government by the lobbyists for the lobbyists. Thanks, Alex. Great call. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. Appreciate you guys. Yep. Thanks. Yep, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, though I find it hard to believe that uh, his congresswoman is uh, doing things he agrees with. They're, well, I think that there's some better bad. than others. Um, <laughs> Only but, one that's not bad is Ron Paul, as far as I'm concerned. Well, um, you know, like I've, I've got problems with uh, his stances on things, too. But, um, I, you know, I, I think that some are better than others, but I think that a lot of them are on the take, and they're on just on a take from different folks. Um, let's you know, continue. We the got military industrial complex loves them. Some Republicans, ladies first. Let's go to Jackie listening in Montana. You're on free talk live. Hello, Jackie. Hi. Hey, you're on the air. It's on your mind. Well, I was wondering, um, my husband was telling me that at least one of you um, is uh, in favor of anarchy. Well, that's such a like harsh a, word. A complete I complete uh, lack of government, we'll say. No, that's such a harsh word. I am a voluntarist. I would not call myself uh, an anarchist. I don't like that uh, that terminology. I think it okay. suggests a lack of rules, um, and I don't uh, I don't disagree with rules. I think rules are fine. I think that uh, 
that what we should have is a voluntary society, a voluntary order where people interact with one another on a consensual basis and you don't aggress against your neighbors if they're doing something you might disagree with. Uh, so as long as you're not harming anyone else, I think that uh, that you should be left alone. Uh, Mark is definitely not an anarchist. You would be uh, more described as a small government minarchist, right, Mark? Would that be I, right? I, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not taking labels these days. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Well, Mark doesn't want to take a label. I'll take the label voluntarist. How about that? Voluntarist. Okay. Yeah. Well, how would a voluntary society work without like degenerating into chaos? I mean, because like if you had a dispute with your neighbor, and you know, I mean. How would that work? Who would who would be the guy who came and said, you know, you got to stop that? It's an excellent question and uh, definitely one of the first ones that should be asked uh, when the the idea is presented. What I'd recommend for a lengthy answer, one much longer than we can get into here on uh, you know the remaining moments of this program, is that uh, there's some free books that will do a great job of explaining explaining uh, that. But I'll get it briefly here. Uh, but the books are available at book.freekeen.com. You just go to book.freekeen.com and you can get one of them that was written a couple of years ago called Complete Liberty. That's excellent. Another one is The Market for Liberty, which was written back in the 1970s. They're both very, very Those good. Those are audiobooks? They're, there's audiobooks and uh, PDF versions uh, available, both completely free, so you don't have to spend a dime to get the information that you're looking for. But essentially, concept is that uh, you know the government system, I think we could all agree, is messed up, and that we can all agree on some fixes that would make the government system better. But... But even if you do make the government system better somehow, it's still a one-size-fits-all system. It's still a monopoly over the services of, of protection, of the service of justice, if you will. And so the idea would be to simply uh, – my idea, not Mark's uh, – my idea would be to simply uh, expand – the options in the marketplace to whatever it is the marketplace is demanding and make it so that you can have different organizations out there providing protection services, which would essentially be, you know, the, the police's job today, except it'd be actual protection as opposed to aggression, which is what the police tend to do today is they aggress yeah. against people who have not harmed anyone else, uh, whether it's arresting somebody for having a plant or, uh, you know, ticketing somebody for, uh, for you know, not harm, you know, going a few miles over the, the speed limit. So, uh, so expanding that out and allowing Allowing competition, if you will, into the the market for protection services, and then of course the question is, well, what about justice? What about courts? And then you've got the issue of arbitration. We already have that today in many cases. If you go and you look at uh, your cell phone contract, it likely says that you won't be taking any disputes to the courts. You'll be taking them to an arbitrator that's been previously agreed upon. It's in your contract. And so you would have a lot of uh, that kind of thing where people who have contracted for you know renting a house or whatever it is we're talking about would have arbitration clauses. Of course, that doesn't cover everything. Like you're saying, if a, if a neighbor is, uh, is causing an issue, then... Then what you would want to do is uh, try to work things out with the neighbor. If they're refusing to do that, then you would uh, want to take them to arbitration. You might say, well, what if they refuse to go to arbitration? That's when a a reputation rating system comes in, which we are more than capable of having in today's information society. And I thank you for the call. It was a great question. I appreciate hearing from you. I hope that gives you, I guess, a teaser, if you will, into the detailed answers, which are available free at book.freekeen.com. There's more coming up. You can bring up anything in the remaining moments of free time. Guys, do you have trouble getting women or ever wonder why she chooses to jerk instead of you? 
Do you want to know what she really wants in a man? Welcome to SchoolofDating.com, the site that will teach you how to build confidence and pick up women without losing your self-respect. SchoolofDating.com offers live dating shows, free chat line, coaching, and much more. Whether you're single, dating, married, or just need motivation when it comes to women, we'll show you how to get there. SchoolofDating.com. We're more than just a dating site. We're a lifestyle. And you can take control of the airwaves if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you enjoyed this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, go to promote.freetalklive.com and get a whole list of things that you can do to help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations, get it into more people's ears on the Internet, and you can get it all over at promote.freetalklive.com. Mark, you got something about picture, picture frames you want to tell me about? Uh, no. No? Okay. I don't have it here. But didn't you want to – we're not well, supposed to do that? It's, I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's, sorry, I was I was confused there for a second. Liberty, uh, it's at libertypictureframes.com, and they offer picture frames uh, – well – significantly cheaper than you can get them any place else you can't get uh if my wife took something to get framed and it was like 150 bucks you can get a picture frame there for starting at ten dollars they have you know all different kinds of uh, styles and colors it's 20 styles 12 different colors um and uh, depending on the style and you can go to libertypictureframes.com and they're uh, taking five percent of every purchase uh, that's the actual purchase price and uh they're putting it into liberty activism and the, the you into know, the movement yeah into the movement so it's libertypictureframes.com you can get great rates it's it is the factory i've been to the factory myself watch them making the picture frames oh, cool. i know that we're talking we're not talking about middlemen all up the line here right. we're t- you're talking about buying it from the factory that's at, the way to go yeah liberty picture frames that well that's why it's just so incredibly cost effective yeah. libertypictureframes.com all right let's go to mike in keen listening to wkbk you're on free talk live hello mike Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I uh, talked to you, asked you guys a, cu- a question about a couple of weeks ago, and you write, you know, what happens when you uh, feed a pig? Obviously, it gets bigger. Well, we've started a movement up here in Keene, New Hampshire, where we decided we're just not going to feed the pig. And the pig is going to get smaller. And how we're doing it is the uh, thieves, the government thieves, were, are not going to be able to steal your property. What we're going to do is we're going to withhold a portion of our property taxes, we're going to get it notarized and therefore and specified. So therefore, say our tax bill was ten grand, for example, and we're going to withhold four hundred dollars of it. We're going to put it in escrow. The state, the government parasites, and in this case, the county parasites, have to give us an itemized deduction of the county, the county bill. As a matter of fact, we're going after the uh, jail. We've decided that we're going to withhold our money from this new jail, which is preposterous. So therefore, say it's $400, for example, and we have a 1,000 of the people, liberty-minded people, withhold it. So there's $400,000 being held. Obviously, we'd like more withheld. Number one, they can't steal our home because it says the only way they can steal your home is if you are three years in arrears on your tax bill. Now, your tax bill, in this case, say, would be $10,000, but we're only going to pay 9,600 of it. We're going to put the other 400 in escrow, and even if they do charge us interest and it comes three years down the road, uh, 
and so what? All we're going to be doing is paying them back with, with, with dollars that are, have less value. And furthermore, we're going to be That's playing true. their game and beat them at their own game because you've got to realize it's a game, guys. And we're playing against people that really aren't very intelligent. Well, this morning, uh, Mike, you, uh, you called the local talk show here in Keene, and you brought this up, and the, uh, the city councilors seemed pretty clueless as to what the, the law was. Of course, how would they know, right? Nobody ever reads oh, exactly. this stuff. But, uh, but they, she said she was going to check into it. I don't know if you want to trust her word, but you seem pretty certain that if you haven't paid uh, a portion of the taxes, that that will prevent them from, uh, from taking your home, in that you believe that only if you don't pay 100% of the taxes exactly. can they take your home. And, and I hope that's true, because if it is, I think that will be the way you'll get 1,000 people on board with it. Uh, and if you can prove that to people beyond a shadow of a doubt, that'll be the way to get people on board with it, because I think it's an exciting idea. Well, you are absolutely right, uh, Ian, and I can assure you that they can't steal your home, because even, even if they could... You've paid 9600 of it. Your 400 you've just put in escrow, and you, and you can pay it three years in arrears, and they can't st- steal your home. Right, and you don't have to pay tax. all three years at once. You can just pay whatever the first exactly. bill was. Exactly. It's it, and you, you just you'll always be three years behind on the 400. I'm just using that for a process of a illustration. What if we had two two thousand people holding out 400 bucks? Yeah. There's eight thousand out of their budget. They're going to have to borrow it from someplace, so therefore their bond rating will go down. And that's why this is their Achilles heel, because 90% of the people in Keene are really adamantly opposed to that jail. And even if the state says, and this is another good thing that could happen about it, Ian, even if the state takes the money and says, okay, well, now we're going to have to divvy it up, that means that that $400 that I'm not paying for the county may be taken out of the school budget, may be taken out of the uh, uh, town budget, it's going to create havoc for them. Yeah, and that's I, this is them at their own game. I think it's pretty exciting, Mike, and I want to thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate Thanks. hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to, I believe, uh, Chuck is in Fort Lauderdale listening to WFTL. Hey, Chuck. Hey, it's Chet. Oh, Short Chet. Chester, but that's fine. Sorry no about problem. that, Chet. Go ahead. And called worse things. <laughs> hey, um, I've been listening to a lot of talk shows, and I'm not a great speaker, but I, I just got to the point where somebody has to say this, and so I'm going to be the one to start it, I guess. Um, first of all, you know that Winston Churchill was, uh, before he was prime minister, he uh, he um, warned uh, everybody in the world that he could about Hitler and what was going on in Germany pre-World uh, War II. Um, and right now we have a, uh, a government here in the United States that, I mean, we are we being we the people that are are uh, are talking about it are way behind what they're doing to us. And I'm going to make a, a little parallel here. We have um, little kid drug runners in the cities that are 11, 12 years old, 10 years old that are beyond the law. And um, and there's a big drug king up ahead of them that uh, is making oodles of money. We have a government that has put themselves above the law, and there is somebody much bigger than them. And I'm going to tell you who it is. And you can check this out. You can. Uh, I've done a lot of research over the last couple of years on it. There's a group called the Bilderbergs, which are the elite of the elite of the elite of the wealthiest people in the world that are that are in the head of the new world order that's coming, and that have been planning. And they they held they held a meeting every year. And you can check this out. Yes, as they well. do. You'll in fact, uh, we're well well aware of the uh, the Bilderbergs and the Bilderbergers and the, and their meeting. And that's. 
And I guess my concern is over this that it's it may be very interesting and it is and it does check out and yes it is the wealthy and the elite of uh, the politicians and uh, the, all those people they all get together and it's very secretive and that that's all true and there is no doubt that there are people in search of power who wish to uh, to wield it over others I guess my concern is a lot of people spend their time obsessing over who's behind uh, the issue that there are people with that uh, that want to control others and to me it doesn't matter who they are. I know they're out there, whoever they are. What matters is what to do about it. What matters exactly. is what you do about the people that want to control you. It doesn't matter who exactly. they are or what well, club right they now, hang out right in. Now, yeah, exactly. And right now we are we are yelling at the Democrats. And then when the Republicans get in, we yell at the Republicans. And really it doesn't matter who's in there because they're just puppets. They're, you know, the, the Democrats and Republicans are just like attorneys. They go into court. They fight with each other, put on a good show, but when they leave, they all just sit down and have a drink together. Yes, you're right about that. And that's how they are. And and the Bilderbergs are the ones pulling the strings and deciding what's going to happen in a major way. They don't care about the small stuff. They don't care about the small stuff. For me, I don't pay attention to them. They're not important enough for me to even pay attention to. I try to ignore even the federal government. For me, focusing locally is more important to get liberty-minded people together in the same place and get them active and working toward freedom is the most effective thing rather than, you know, trying to out uh, the the members of the elite. For me, that doesn't do anything to advance liberty. It's just more of an interesting sideshow. But I thank you for the call, and I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Let's talk to Bill listening in Minnesota, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Bill. Hey. Yeah, I've been kind of wondering what's going on with the federal government. It seems like that uh, uh, businesses and large businesses get to uh, break these laws, and it, it doesn't seem like they're going to have any uh, repercussions to their uh, attitude and way they uh, do business. It seems like uh, you're not wrong unless they get caught, you know. Sure. The uh, corporations uh, and government have been working together hand in hand uh, for a long time to both enhance each other's uh, control and and power. Uh, So, yeah, the bigger you are, the more influential you'll be with the government, the more likely you'll be using the government to protect you from upstarts and the little guy from getting in and competing against you. That's just kind of an old – it's basically the way things have been in this country for a long time. Well, it's the way thing that the way, the way that government always works. Government is always going to go where the money is, and the money is always somebody who's not you. Hey, Bill, we're short on time. Quick question. Where are you in Minnesota? I'm up here in Eblis. Eveleth. All right. Very good. Thank you so much for the call. Appreciate hearing from you uh, listening there on uh, KRBT 1340 in Eveleth. Uh, We are out of time for tonight, but not quite out enough time to give you a two-pack of the Tota Sack. Right now, if you're caller number, let's do caller four, at 603-435-1105, you'll want a two-pack of the Tota Sack. It helps you bring those groceries right back in from the car in one trip. T-O-T-A. Yeah, they're great. T-O-T-A-S-A-K dot com is their website. 603-435-1105. If you're caller 4, you'll win a two-pack. Hope you have a great, fun, happy, and safe weekend. And we'll see you Monday night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. 
This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.